Hello, this is Alex Adams, and welcome to the second podcast of the Sports and Entertainment Marketing Podcast. The first thing that we will discuss in today's podcast is how to create a marketing report. Now, this involves many elements, and it must be done right if you want it to be effective. Now, the first thing you want to do is identify your target audience for this. Who are you trying to appeal to in this scenario? And this is very important because you need to know what your audience's needs and wants are in order to be successful. Some things you could discuss in this market report would be highlights of the year, projections for the company's growth, any statistics that would help um, support your argument or main claim that you're trying to make, uh, any new projects that your company is working on, anything new or exciting that you're excited about. Um, you also want to summarize the growth of the company and what direction is the company on the rise or is it struggling at the moment. And you need to make sure that everything flows together well and it looks well put together and not rushed. Now, there are a couple of keys to be a successful marketer. You need to understand what the customer needs and wants. And in order to meet these needs, you must collect information. Now, some of you might be asking why you need to collect information from customers. Well, one reason for this is you need to learn which products sell best in each location. You also need to make sure that they're available in each location, and you need to make sure that customers are willing and are able to buy them. So there are multiple sources that you can collect, and you should collect information from many different types of sources because you need to find out what's happening in the external environment, and you need to learn about the economy, any legal or potential political issues that could come up, any trends. Um, Some of these sources you can use are government agencies, trade organizations, or consumer reports. Now, collecting this information, you're going to need to monitor monitor the external environment. You need to collect data, and you need to coordinate the collected data. You also need to make sure that you share the data, and then you need to analyze it, and you need to detect um, a customer need and customer demand, I should say. And you need to make sure that you're utilizing this information for successful marketing strategies. You need to make sure the information you're collecting is going somewhere and is being used. And once you are prepared to report this information, you can do so in a final report, a journal article, or an oral presentation. Now, you need to determine what type of data you collected first. So there are three different research designs to collect marketing data and... The research design chosen for the study should come directly from questions that need to be answered about how much time, money, and resources are available for the study. Now, the three types of research designs are exploratory research, descriptive research, and casual research. Exploratory research should be used when problem is not well-defined and you need to answer questions like why are ticket sales down. The second type of search, descriptive research, 
is used to determine characteristics of the target market. Again, who is your target audience? Um, you need to answer who, what, where, when, and how often questions. Third type of research design is casual research. Now this one explains the relationship between two variables and you're going to be answering questions like does increased advertising result in more ticket sales? Now to collect information you will need to use primary research, um, you can do surveys, you can that can be mailed, um, you can post on the internet, call people, or you can simply carry out in person at sporting events. You also have secondary research, which is just research others have collected. Um, and you need, sometimes this will be in written materials, so like financial statements, ticket sale numbers, newspaper articles. So you need to examine the content and you need to make sure that it's valid. Now, to conduct consumer research, there are some steps to make sure that you're doing it right. You need to define the focus of the research. You need to um, answer what types of information need to be gathered, and you need to make you need to determine what questions need to be answered. So, why are you doing this research? What is the point of that? What are your objectives? You also need to determine which type of research design will be used. This is important because you need to know how you're going to approach this research and make it the most efficient possible. So again, the three types of research designs are exploratory, descriptive, and casual. So you need to pick one of these when you're doing consumer research. Now to collect data, you need to obtain primary data and secondary data. Um, you can also get feedback from personal observation, focus groups, or questionnaires. You also need to determine the sample. Okay, so you need to, you need a group of people representative of the population, and this will help you make generalizations about a group of customers. And you need to administer this survey, analyze and interpret the results. And once you have that, you need to report the findings from the survey now, if it's an effective report, it will answer stuff such as it will no, it will include a title page, acknowledgments, contents, introduction, a supporting chart, table, and graph, and a review of the information. Now, to implement solutions, you should use computer software if possible. Need to include text, graphics, sounds, and video make it more professional and be shown to larger groups and you need to describe the research methods and focus on the findings and this is for when you're presenting your findings and the last thing you can do for this is you can create a questionnaire so you could um, distribute this for mail telephone email websites and personal interviews you need to think about your content, so how many questions are you going to ask, but you don't want to make it too lengthy or else no one's going to want to do it. You want to make it something that someone, a normal person could sit down and be interested in without thinking it's a huge commitment. And you also need to make sure that 
the wording of your questions are easy to understand for the common person. You don't want to make it too complex. Just make it something easy to understand. Um, try to make it one question per statement. People are typically thrown off when questions have multiple parts. They just simply don't have time for that. Um, the sequence of your questionnaire should um, have broad questions at the stop at the start, and then you want to group similar topics together. That typically helps. You also the physical characteristics they need to be needs to be simple to complete, accessible. Because once again, people don't have much time, and they're going to be frustrated if it takes a really long time. You need a heading for each section, and you need it to be easy to understand for, again, anyone that will just randomly get this questionnaire in the mail and look through it and decide, you know what, I'm going to do this today. You need to make sure there's enough room for them to respond. You don't want to give them one or two lines because they're not going to have enough room. Now, we're also going to talk about today some sponsorship objectives. So there's two different types. There's direct and indirect. Direct typically have short-term impact on consumer behavior, and indirect lead to long-term growth of the sponsor. Now, depending on the state of your company, you will use either one depending on what your goals are. So if you are currently in a situation where you just need a short amount of money really fast, if your company's down and you just need an instant revival, should probably go with direct, but if your company is steady so far, you probably want to go for indirect because that will help um, keep that and it will slowly grow your company over time. Now, a corporation would want a sponsorship because it would establish or improve their image, it would promote their products, and it would give exposure to the target marketers. Now, sponsors help the sports marketer because they will package their product, promote it, and deliver it. Now, in order to evaluate the effectiveness of a sponsorship, if it's worth it to you or not, you need to look at the media exposure you gain from it, the sales before and after, and you should do surveys in depth, and you need to gouge the image, attitude, and awareness of events, sponsors, and products. And that will be all for today's podcast. I'm Alex. If you haven't watched the last one, make sure to, and I will see you next time.